God, girl. This is D Win from the D Win Legacy Podcast, the owner of D Souls Productions LLC, entrepreneur, producer, and soon to be at your service. And when I want to calm my mind, body, and spirit, I come over and listen to the soothing voice of Tanika Drake on God's gift through his word. Hello, this is Pastor Jay of Walking Truth Radio Network, and I want to give an endorsement a thumbs up, a clap, a shout out to my sister in podcasting, Tanika Drake. T. Drake, for all of you. She's a godmother of podcasting, and she's offered a special offering to those who are just getting started, who have a voice that needs to be heard. She's the one who taught me, and she'll teach you. And it's worth every penny. And it's actually cheaper than what I had to pay. But you know, she's that kind of person. She's a giving person. So check it out. If you have a voice that you want to get out and you're kind of nervous about podcasting, get in touch with the godmother of podcasting, Sister Tanika Drake, and she'll show you the way. This is Pastor Jay of Walk Truth Radio Network Podcast. I always want you to be encouraged, blessed, and at peace. Remember, walk in truth. And Tanika Drake, God's gift through his word. She'll teach you how to podcast. You are listening to the God Gift Through His Word with Danica Drake. This is your friend and former media broadcasting entrepreneur and podcasting Joby D. And you are here. And she will be back right after this message. Stay tuned. Good morning, good morning everyone. How are you doing? 
I hope you're doing well and I hope all is going good for you. Uh, on today, I was really uh, thinking about what I was going to do today because you guys know I haven't been here. Today's Friday. So I haven't talked to you guys since Tuesday. And the reason being because I was trying to hide something. Um, not from you guys per se, but from my family. But now that the cat is kind of out of the bag, I can let it be out of the bag with you guys as well. So uh, they listen, sometimes they listen to my podcast, sometimes they don't. And not that I am so scared about it, but with my family, I have to be very careful of what I say and to whom I say it to. So some of you may not understand that because you may not have a kind of a mutant monster Adam family, but that's what I have, unfortunately for me. So that's okay. I can speak on how to deal and go about with that as much as sometimes we try to insert ourselves into certain types of places. Sometimes the Lord is removing you because you don't fit and it's not because you're not working hard to try to be the bigger person, to try to be the better Christian, to try to turn the other cheek. It's not that you're not doing those things. You are. And yet, and still, the people that you're trying to exhibit the Christian virtues and characteristics, it doesn't work well because they're evil and they're wicked. So it doesn't make a difference how nice you are. The more you're nicer, right? The nicer you are, the more they double down, triple down, quadruple down, all the way to be even more wicked, to be more manipulative, to be more controlling, to figure out other ways to just be vile to you. And when I start to think about what's going on with my family, I can take it all the way back to 2020, and I can take it all the way back to when I was younger. The whole dynamic of this particular type of family is unique in that the functionality of it, it looks like something that's not. It looks like the perfect family. When you see these type of families, you wouldn't even know there was anything wrong with them. But when you take a a deeper, longer dive and actually start to interact with these people, you'll get to see something different. Although you have to be around them for a while before the facade drops, before the mask comes down, before the true representative of who they are steps forward and you no longer have the fake phony person that is before you. So this morning I'm going to talk because I'm up this morning early and because of this whole situation my podcast was never going anywhere my podcast was never dying my podcast was never done however I'm in transition and with transition sometimes I've got other things going on with myself and my family my family myself and my kids that I want to make sure that I've got my head on straight and I'm not putting the podcast aside and I'm not putting my nightly show, throwing it to the burner either. But sometimes I have to take a minute to get other things together. So while that being the case, I'm going to pray. We're going to have scripture and then we're definitely going to have a talk. We're going to have a real conversation. And normally when I talk to you guys, I have a real conversation, right? So we're still going to do that. 
and we're still going to use utilize scripture to show us how to move because one of the things that I found you know with uh, Pastor Jay teaching me and others that he also teaches and for some other pastors that are uh, also uh, teaching one of the things that when they teach the word that I notice is how to apply what is being taught in the word to our lives right and that is so important it makes no sense to learn the word and get the correct interpretation but yet and still you apply none of it to your life especially when real situations arise and you need the application and you need the word to guide you right we need to make sure that even though we understand we're getting the knowledge and we're getting the wisdom of the understanding of the word and we're getting the correct interpretation let us not forget to apply what we are learning, what we are gleaning, what we are studying, right? We want to always study to show ourselves approved, but we also want to make sure we apply what is being taught in our own lives so we can use what the word is saying, right? It makes no sense to bake a cake, have all the ingredients, and then you don't even use them, right? I mean, what what is that? You have everything to do everything. You've read the package, you've made it, you've done it, and now when it's time to eat the cake, you don't eat the cake because you just know the ingredients is there, you put them together, you bake cake, bake cake so good, but what are you gonna do with it? Mm-hmm. I guess it's supposed to sit there. I don't know how to apply it to my stomach, I don't know, right? Let me go ahead and pray, and then uh, we'll get into this here. Heavenly Father, Lord, I am just thankful, and Lord, always in awe of how you are. So Lord, as I share today, I am just praying, Lord, that you would help me in a mighty way, Lord, to really convey what it is you would want me to share today, and Lord, as I go about my daily life, Lord, help me to walk in discernment. Help me to walk in wisdom. And Lord, help me to apply the principles and the teachings of your word, Lord. Now, let me not just sit and learn, Lord God, and read your word, but Lord, let me be a doer of the teachings, Lord, in your word so that I can apply it correctly to my life. And Lord, I pray that others, the body of believers, Lord, I pray that every single one of them, Lord, would do the same in their life. That they not just sit and learn and get the knowledge and get the correct interpretation, but Lord, they would apply it to their life, Lord God, so that they can move correctly within where they live and who they are and the people in which they interact and who they meet. So Lord, as I pray to you, Heavenly Father, I know, Lord, you have everything under control. And Lord, I pray for each one of my family members, Lord, that they might come to know the Lord Jesus Christ, even in a bigger, stronger way. Lord, I pray for each of them. And Lord, I just pray that you help me, Lord, to remove myself, to purge myself, Lord, and to stay yet focused on you. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I pray and I count all these things done. Amen. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to be utilizing some passages, and I'm going to have a lot, I have a lot that I'm going to be 
focusing on. <clears throat> Excuse me. However, I don't want anyone to get sidetracked to think that I'm just bouncing all over the place. I am going to uh, do this for now to add strength to what I'm sharing. But this is going to be still yet inspirational. But I just want to let you know before we get into this, if you have family members, okay, and you continue to extend an olive branch, you continue to work to try to appease or try to be kind or try to show generosity or try to be a part of something, you have to sometimes walk away. I don't know if anybody knows the song by Craig David, Walking Away. That's not a a Christian song, that's a secular song, but the whole meaning of the song, I'm walking away from the problems in my life. I'm walking away to find a better day. Sometimes you have to move yourself, remove yourself away from situations and people and places so that, number one, you can get a fresh start, Number two, you can get better perspective. And three, that the people that have been perhaps dogging you out are downing you, being disrespectful, or having a dysfunctionality where you are kind of the butt of every single joke, uh, that they might have time to reflect and see that what they were doing was incorrect, if that even happens. So sometimes it's good. And when the Lord is doing something... I don't reject it. So right now, I wanted to share with you guys that I am moving. So that is what I wanted to share. Uh, That is why it was all mums and all hushity-hush, because I hadn't told my family about the move. I would tell you guys first, but I never know when they're listening, right? And there are some spies I kind of have in my back pocket, and they're not good spies, okay? I have spies from my family. I have spies from people that used to watch my kids. So sometimes people just tune in to listen to see, well, what's she up to? Where can I track her down so I can get money off of her? Where can I track her down so I can use her? Where can, what is she doing now? So their purpose is not to hear the word. Their purpose is never to hear the word. So some of you may wonder why sometimes I disappear. It's not because I'm disappearing from the podcast. Sometimes I take a time because, like I said before, doing things in my life. But at the same time, I don't want to put any information out yet that I'm not ready to share. Okay. So when it came to finding my biological father that my mother still has no idea that I found, uh, that was left secret. But it is out on podcasts that he lives in California and she doesn't know that, right? And my siblings know, but they haven't used that to drop a bomb on her at all. And they're like, don't tell her. But you never know how that information later on will come up. So there are certain things that I didn't let her know because she wasn't very forthright and forthcoming with me. Now this, before somebody says, what are you talking about? I'm not airing dirty laundry. I'm just making some statements and making some correlations to what I'm sharing The family that I have, I was grateful for, right? I was very grateful for because they have taken care of me up to a point. But my childhood and everything from that point 
hadn't been as rosy as sometimes they would like to make it out, right? And sometimes uh, in certain families, there could be one or two people that have a different experience than the rest of the family. But the rest of the family has no idea what they're talking about because they have selective amnesia or it doesn't make sense or no, that didn't happen, which would be complete and utter denial of your experience. But the experience that you have is valid. The experience that you went through is true. The experience that you went through, you could speak about and I could speak about it. Okay. The abuse that I had gone through as a child opened me up for the abuse that I went through through domestic violence with the ex-husband and all the other sexual assaults and rapes that I've gone through in my life. It opened me up to a lot of things that were very detrimental to me and really have me sometimes have to step back from men. But that's a different chapter. That's a different thing. And I'm taking my time to heal from all those things that were not fault of other good men, right? These were things damaging done by other people, okay? And even to the point, I was not even believed by my by my family member who I told. So uh, we won't speak on that. I, I'll work on that at a different time, and I'll probably might put that over there in my other podcast lab. But we'll we'll talk about that when we talk about domestic violence and some other stuff because I haven't been talking about that as much and I need to get back to it and I'm not going to stop talking about it. I will continue to scream it from the mountaintop. But for now, I'm going to go over to 1 Corinthians and I'm going to go to chapter 15 and we're going to be in verses 33 through 34. And like I said, I have some more verses here uh, written from, uh, of course, Corinthians and Psalms and James and some other places. However, we're going to focus on this one for today. And we're going to call it the purge. So verse 33 says, Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Awake to righteousness and do not sin, for some do not have the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. Now, when I'm I'm reading this and I'm thinking, because I've read this before, right? And I never quite understood why it would corrupt a good person. Why would being around evil people corrupt good behavior? Why? Well, after being around my family, I can see when you hang around someone, your your light, your uh, goodness kind of that God has shared on you, showered on you, through Jesus Christ, the righteousness that you have through Jesus, not because you're so good of your own, because you're not, right? And we're all not. But that goodness that you have through Jesus Christ, right? Sometimes, if you're around wicked people, you may start to act like them. You may start to act like them. You may start to pick up some of their mannerisms, some of the ways that they act, some of the ways that they are. And it's true. So you have to be very careful of the company you keep. That includes family members. That's one of the biggest things. Although we like to say we have family, we have to be very careful. And how sometimes we may put family on a pedestal. Because some of us love family. And listen, I'm a big family person. I am a 
supporter of family. I love family. Family is amazing. If you have a strong family and you have a strong family foundation, man, it's awesome to have strong family. I've always looked at people that I've known in my sphere of influence, in my circle, when I was growing up. I saw a lot of young ladies like myself, and they had amazing mothers. And I would have that enviousness and that little bit of jealousy. And I wish I had the same thing with my mother. And I realized at that time when I was younger, I didn't. And as I grew up, it, of course, remained. And sometimes got a little worse. Like, saying I love you has no meaning anymore. It falls, and it shouldn't. And I pray that the Lord would help me to actually be better in that. I love my mother because she gave me birth, right? But then I have some things that I have to debate in my mind because she did want to abort me, so... I don't know, take that with a grain of salt, right? <laughs> Excuse me, y'all got, got choked up and coughed myself a lung. But anyway, so like I was saying, I take that with a grain of salt. I'm trying to figure, you know, balance. Now, this will be a topic that I know all too well. So you've got family that supposedly is supposed to love you, care about you, and support you. My family is 100% not supportive, okay? They don't support me. They just support anything I do. And at times, they can be a little bit jealous of things that I have done. And so, for me... I just have to lean on the Lord. And I have to lean on the Lord ever the more. Because I have to understand that no matter what happens with my family, it is Jesus Christ that orchestrates my life. It doesn't go by my family. Sometimes it can hurt. It can be very hurtful. It can be very sad to know that you want that relationship. You want to have a family that's loving and caring and really will love and support you, yet and still they don't. So the news of me, I'm moving. I'm moving because I got a job. Okay, I got a career uh, in an old position that I used to have in Arizona. So I'm moving back to Arizona, and I am ecstatic, right, because I've been trying to get back home. I call Arizona my home. I've been trying to get back home for a long time because I moved to Arizona back in 2012, and of course, because of the domestic violence and my ex-husband being who he was, my family and myself, I had to remove myself. Well... It's basically almost, almost six years later to the date, right? It is basically six years. And I was just so thrilled when they said, you know, hey, come on back. And I have my own number. And I'm just like, thank you, Lord. 
a bed I found an apartment it's a smaller one but the apartment came just as fast as the job all at the same time like that is God that is a blessing that I can't dispute I can't dispute how this worked out because it wouldn't have worked if God didn't want it to right I wouldn't have the job it wouldn't be things don't work together if the Lord is not in it and it's not for you there are certain things that you just can't make make it work right things don't come together until the perfect timing and it's God's timing right that's how I feel about this whole moving mutant family saga so I'll give you an example I had gone to my family because, of course, I'm moving, as you guys know now. <laughs> and I was asking them for financial assistance to help me to move. Because, of course, some of you that have moved, you know that moving is a pain. And moving also costs money. So moving into a new place, you've got those costs. Then you've got moving costs. You've got cleaning costs to clean up one place so you can go to another, you know. And then you have setup fees and all that stuff. Because you got to open up new accounts and different things, da-da-da-da-da. Well, as I explained myself to my family and even showed them documentation that, hey, I've got a career, found a place, you know, it would make no sense if I said, I'm just going to jump out there and just go with no game plan. I'm just going and, and there's nothing to go for, right? And I was going to do that at first, but now... There's even a bigger reason, right? Now I'm going back because there's career involved and I've got a place now. So with all that and those pieces being together, oh, you've got, you know, a career and you've got a place to live. You're dope. That's what you need. Well, the suggestion to me was to not go, not accept the job and maybe take a bird bath, like go in the sink and take a shower and live in my car live in my car while my kids stay here. Live in my car and take a bird bath in a sink and wash up while I stay in Arizona until summertime and then come back and get my kids. Hmm. Well, some of you may not know because I've shared a lot about my family on Laugh. The Laugh Inc. podcast is where I really shared a lot about my family. And so if you've never heard about how they move and how they act, you'd have to go check out over there. So one thing I will say is that because of what happened in my life as a veteran, okay, all of this plays together. I can't separate myself. I can't rip myself apart and say this component and that component as a disabled veteran a believer first disabled veteran next mother and all of those things well as a veteran the story is and the story it will never change is being uh, messed with in the military that got me ousted because of bad behavior on the TI's part that got me out of the military my mother at that time, this is going to be a short synopsis if you want to know the whole story. You've got to go over to the Laugh Inc. podcast because I did a whole thing on really putting out all the details, okay? 
So to summarize it for you, that information that she found out from what the TI had done, she took it, used it, fast forward out of the military, two times put me in a psychiatric ward, okay, with the information she got. Third time she did it in 2020, okay, after my kids had been taken, she was trying to get my kids because a so-called friend of mine had my kids, but she was getting money from the state. So my mother, at the time when I had come out of the military, she had gotten my benefits from the VA and had used them to do whatever she needed to do because she was the fiduciary, okay? So summarizing all that to say is there's a cash dollar on my head and there's cash dollars on my kids' heads, okay? As a disabled veteran, if you are deemed incompetent or if you are deemed incapacitated or something is really severely wrong with you, then a family member can step in and take over and they can take over your money and you have no access to it. The person gives you your, the money that you get from the military or from the VA, really, and they give it to you like an allowance. But whatever balance is there, you're not able to see it. The fiduciary has all the rights and does all the dishing out of the money. So you don't know where the money goes. You have no idea. You don't even know you have to get to know the balance, okay? So what ended up happening is after I found some information at the time, my mother had been using my money uh, for other purposes. And I've gone into that detail also on Lab Inc., which they think I don't know. So one thing that I found the other day was some documentation, okay? And this is for some of you that assistance when it comes to figuring out if God is telling you to stick around or try to work it out with your family no matter what you're going to stick it out you're going to turn the other cheek and you're going to keep on going over there and going over there look the word is clear that you need to stay away from evil wicked people you need to remove yourself you need to purge yourself from these people family or not that's just not good for you and your sanity. So, you got to remember that the Lord Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross, he died for all sin, right? Everything, including if you have dysfunctional family like me, if you have mutant family like me, they were still, you know, they were still sacrificed for, right? He did it for all who will believe, right? I still will pray for my family that they would believe and stop being manipulative and using witchcraft, which they do, okay, a lot. So, witches and warlocks are real, and they look like you and me, <laughs> okay? They're very nice, they're very kind, but their behavior shows you something different. And manipulation is witchcraft. I don't care what anybody says. If you've never actually dealt with a manipulative person, and you don't really know about spiritual warfare, I'm going to tell you, it's a real thing. And Jesus didn't just die for just some little stuff. He died for everything, okay? And he knew who he was up against, okay? He knew that he had to do some big stuff because he was dying for the sins of every single person, right? <clears throat> and that is, there are some extremely wicked people in this world. They just are. So I remember, uh, and this is story time right now, I remember when I had first come out of the military. And like I said, we're gonna have a chat today, 
okay? Still using the word, but having a chat. I remember when I first had come out of the military. This is back, you know, when I first came out in 99, right? So I had uh, come out in 99. My mother had, of course, done some dirty pool, okay? But there was a psychiatric ward, like I told you, she had put me back in 2000. And so from that point, that's when I had just come out of the military. From that point, she had also elicited the help of another psychiatric mental hospital, right? <clears throat> and I recall the therapist because the only I didn't know what was going on at the time. I was young. You know, I had just come out of the military. I was 19, turning 20. So and I was still upset about, you know, not being in the military. As, you know, a teenager turning 20, right? And I had just, you know, I had graduated at 17 and then went in the military a couple years later. But I was still a kid, really, adult kid, but, you know, still trying to figure out some things. And uh, when you're young and you don't know, you just don't know. You don't know what's happening because you think your family's on your side. You think the people that have raised you are your friends or your loved ones. You think that those people that have been around you when you were younger, that they've got your back. And, but they've been plotting on your back, right? They've been scheming and trying to eat off your back, okay? And literally hurting you for their own selfish gain. So I found a document. And it was interesting to me because I remember when I sat in this therapist's chair, she told me something. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she says, oh, so you're here because you think you're a prostitute from Texas. And you have been sent to Peterson Air Force Base. I said, what? I didn't say that. She's like, that's very creative. I said, what are you talking about? I didn't say that. She's like, it's okay. You're having delusions of grandeur. I was like, I'm not having any delusions. I didn't say that. What are you talking about? Well, come to find out, you know, God is so amazing. He reveals things when it's time. He never reveals things a day before, a day after, but on the right time. I found this document through my stuff, which my father and my mother had signed in 2002. And it said this, because this is what they had told the people why they had me committed. It said, respondent, <laughs> respondent states as, uh, no, it says respondent presents as being delusional, paranoid, and exhibits behaviors that indicate dramatic Dramatic, uh, I can't read this person's writing. Something about bad self-care and potential harm to others. She believes she is a prostitute from Texas who was delivered to Peterson Air Force Base. Wow, I didn't say that. Not then and not now. I was trying to figure out where that statement even came from. But whoa, one of them created this narrative and that means my mother created it and my dad co-signed on it <clears throat> now that's just wicked okay now that's how that worked so when 2020 came and they committed me again to the psychiatric ward at Long Beach VA they thought it would work the same way that they would get control of my money and get control of my kids that's a wicked plot Okay, and it's been plotting like that for a long time. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when you're dealing with wicked, evil people, you really must be mindful and watch yourself. Okay, 
you must watch yourself very carefully and you don't tell them everything because if you do they will utilize that against you so fast forward from that till now now when I spoke to my mother about getting this new career this career I used to have well the understanding for her was she didn't really like that so the idea would have been leave my kids with her right I go out to Arizona with no place to live because I would be taking her and her advice this is her advice her advice to go live in my car wash up and then go to work and don't get a place that was her advice <clears throat> and she tried to convince me pardon me again that she did that when she and she brought all this stuff up so I apologize if you guys think this is airing out during laundry but I gotta make it make sense because you guys are like oh uh, this don't I don't follow well when I was younger she took a job in Kentucky and we were living in Illinois on Scott Air Force Base she would travel back and forth uh, because she found a job out there right so her reasoning to tell me that is because she said she did it I don't believe it I don't believe it for one second okay but that's what she would say so the whole thing is that if I took that advice left my kids with her and go out and live in my car and go to work that sounds bad especially after having psychiatric history that they have created and they run the narrative on because then she could say well you know what VA uh, your veterans out there in Arizona she's kind of crazy she's lost her mind she's super bipolar okay and she is living out of a car and she told me she's taking these baths out of sinks and she works for the government I just and I have her kids y'all put two and two together I'm not gonna do it just what does that sound like does that sound like a well thought out plan on my part or does that sound like someone who has gone crazy, lost their mind? They're not being logical, and that's just weird. You're living out of your car and taking a bath in some sinks? Yeah. So you guys put that together. I'm going to leave that alone. But anyway, like I was saying, you need to purge yourself. <laughs> yeah. Purge yourself from those people. And once again, in 33 it says, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits do not keep yourself around people who are evil and wicked because if you do they have a way that they can try to trick you trap you and if you're not wise and have no discernment you can fall for the trickery you can fall for it every time and the the jig will be up on you right the game is going to be on you and it's going to be so sad so i'm saying this because I've gone through it, and I'm saying it for anybody else who's going through it. God has not left you nor forsaken you. And during all of this, God has given you a way of escape. He always gives us a way of escape from, from certain things, right? Not just the sexual temptations where he says to flee, and he gives you a way of escape, but he gives you a way of escape out of other things as well, that you don't have to stay in the same situation, doing the same thing over and over again, trying to extend all the branches, trying to be kind, trying to show that you exemplify the Christian characteristics and virtues that you have, that the Lord says that we need to have. It doesn't make a difference when it comes to evil, wicked people. It's falling on deaf ears and it's falling on cold hearts. They're hard hearts. They're stony hearts. 
and they don't care until they have a true relationship with Lord Jesus Christ. A true one, there's nothing else that you can say and do. Now, this is different, right? I was raised up in church. However, I actually believed what the Lord Jesus was saying in the word. However, I knew I needed a better grasp and understanding because my family at that time, they were acting like they believed. It was just something to do. We went every every Sunday to church like a job. We went because it was the thing that they had been raised to do and they did, right? So me, I didn't really get a chance to really learn even in depth. I mean, I was thankful that I, at the time, I had a BSF that kind of uh, helped me, but I still wasn't understanding. You know, I would do the work and I would do the best I could to understand, but it took a while and I had to take a time out with what was going on in my life at that time. But now I, I'm getting a better grasp and understanding, right? And at that time, there was too much craziness going on. All the stuff was just crazy. I couldn't get a handle on it because there was so much abuse and just all kind of crazy stuff just going on in my life. I knew that the Lord was there. And that's what you have to see past. Sometimes we want to extend the kindness branch. We want to extend and show that we are a Christian and show that this and that. But sometimes you're going to have to purge yourself, which will completely remove yourself. And God sometimes does that for you. And I think Jesus said he's moving. I thank him for everything. It is by Jesus Christ I have my my just my love of him. I don't even want to figure out what it would be without Jesus Christ in my life. Because I would have nothing. He is the hope of glory. That is where my faith lies. And I have to know that he means what he said and he said what he means. Cast your cares upon me because he cares for me. He cares for you. Tell him about what's going on. If you got mutant family or mutant friends, purge away. Purge away. There are people that are so manipulative and so controlling. They even use God to say, well, God told me about you. Why would God tell you about me and not tell me about me? Hello? Isn't that wrong? What kind of backwards thing is that? But there are teachings like that people would rather listen to another person than get in their word and really seek God because it says in the word if you seek him you will find him he will be found and you need to seek him while you can still find him right so I just wanted to share this and I know this is a long one but I hope you guys will give me just a little bit of grace in this that no matter what it is you're going through and I mean that with my, all my heart because I've gone through some stuff okay no matter what you're going through and no matter how messed up the enemy tries to send some evil wicked people even in your own family you stand fast and you stand firm on what the word says and the promises of God you stand and you hold to them and you don't let them go because at the end of all days every knee is going to have to bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord right? everybody's going to have to confess and the sin that they have been doing will be realized and they'll have to take 
responsibility and they'll have to give an account. We all will have to give an account. So, if right now you find yourself with those type of people, maybe it's not family, maybe it's friends, okay? And every time you try to be nice to them, they just double down and be wicked to you and do something like, why did you do that? That was really underhanded. Well, my dear friend, I would tell you, walk away. Leave them to their own ideas of grandeur. Leave them to their own way of feeling people are watching you. Leave them to their own way of trying to control you. Leave it to their own logic and their own way. That's it. Okay? Leave it. Leave them. So, with that, we are going to be on this all this week and probably for the rest of this month. But, in the same token, I just want to shout out some uh, things that I do with uh, some people that are podcasters and I just want to say so Monday morning compos if you didn't catch it on Monday with myself and Pastor Jay we were on a little early because I was in another place and so it was very early morning <laughs> for him but we did do it and we're talking about the friend zone so we are still on cuffing season with um, at Monday morning convos and of course it translates over to the podcast connect network uh, Red Sable and uh, Gloria EP5, Jay Siobhan, Pastor Jay, myself. Sometimes I'm there, sometimes I'm not because I am going through transition. I don't know if I'll be there this Saturday in May. Uh, we'll see. And uh, I want you guys to come over. I want you guys to tune in. In the morning hours, it's 4 a.m. Uh, PST, CST, 6 a.m. CST, and 7 a.m. CST for mon- Monday morning combos. And then on Saturdays on Clubhouse, the Podcast Connect Network, it's 4 p.m. CST, or 4 p.m. PST, my bad, I'm sorry. And then 6 p.m. CST, and then 7 p.m. EST. The conversations are really good, and they have you thinking, okay, about cuffing season. And sometimes people use these exact same tactics that we speak about with manipulation within the cuffing season. And you just have to be mindful and know yourself and know what the word says about you and that you deserve a quality person. You don't deserve just anybody just trying to use you to get whatever they want to get. If you want to get their rocks off, whatever. You don't deserve that kind of life, right? And you don't deserve to be treated like that, okay? You don't. So when wicked people use and abuse you, pray for them and then purge yourself away. Excuse me. That frog, that frog come up. (laughs) Uh, Purge yourself away. So I'm going to get out of here. Uh, you guys have an amazing Friday and I'm going to do my best to get on Monday, but Monday I do start my first day of work. So, uh, I don't know if I will uh, be up early morning, but if I am, I will do my best to try to make sure I get in, uh, my words and stuff with you guys in the morning before I, I get busy with, uh, my children. So I will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much. You guys have a blessed day. And remember, don't forget to come on over on the clubhouse because we'd love to hear you there talking and sharing your views, your perspective, and, and how you think, you know, and add to the conversation, add a little a little bit more spice, a little bit more fire, okay? So remember, a big kiss from me to you. I love you, but remember the Lord loves you immensely many more than I ever could. 
And remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what the Lord lays on your heart. God bless everyone and have a really great Friday. for tuning in to God's gift through his word. I hope you all are having a wonderful day and come back for more inspiration. Thank you all for tuning in. Today's episode was brought to you by the gift of finding God's love guilt and shame turned into my shine. That book can be found on walmart.com, amazon.com, and Barnes and Noble. Definitely get your book now and don't forget, you do not need to be hurt. So be blessed, motivated, and inspired. Happy reading everyone. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed God's gift through his word. Please don't forget to check me out on all the following podcast platforms, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, ListenNotes.com, LoftyCast.com, Radio Public, of course, and Spotify. There are tons more podcast platforms. You can definitely check me out on any of those that you feel to do. And please do not forget to get social with me. You can find me on Facebook, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know how you found me. Let me know how we can get connected. And maybe you can also be a guest on the show. So I hope you're going to have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. Whenever you tune into God's gift through his word from all the different countries and from all the different places where you tune in each and every day. I hope that you find this inspiring. I hope you find it motivating and I hope it helps you just a little bit walk a little stronger in your faith with the Lord. Have an amazing day. Remember to always be blessed, motivated, and inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. Take care and thank you for tuning in.